everybody. You want to know what I hate? Technical difficulties. Unfortunately, my new Blue Yeti microphone and my laptop are not cooperating. Days leading up to the podcast, it was working perfectly. But now today, it just don't want to act right and it's pissing me off. But I apologize in advance for the crappy audio quality if you think it's crappy. If not, then hey, we in there. Um, so I'm rocking with my phone like I used for the first three episodes. Hope you guys continue to listen. Thank you so much. And get ready for our wild, crazy podcast episode. Thank you. Still, aka Miss Poetry is a Death of Me. Welcome to the Poetry is a Death of Me podcast. I'm so super psyched that you're here. If you're new, thanks for coming. Hope you're ready for a crazy, corny, lame, weird type of podcast. And if you're not ready, then trust me, you'll be ready. But it, it's been a while since I've done an episode, there's been a lot going on, as you guys know. So let's just get into it. But before that, before that, I have made some changes to my Instagram page. So my Instagram name is no longer at poetry's the death of me underscore. It is now at Shajatoria. See, it's kind of short. You know, it's short and sweet. Um, it's my first name and my middle name. That's S-H-A-I-J-A-T-O-R-I-A. Um, that's my personal page. And I made an official podcast Instagram page because I do not want to overload my personal page with info about the podcast. So you can follow the podcast on Instagram at poetry is the death of me podcast, all one word, all lowercase. I know that's a lot to type in, but trust me, it'll be worth it. It's content, goodness, awesomeness, dopeness, and just more information on the podcast. So please follow me and the podcast on Instagram. Maybe one day I'll make a Twitter for the podcast, but I'm not making no Twitter for myself because I just, I just can't, I can't. But if you also are interested in anything involving thrifting, well, I'm your girl. I have started working on a new business venture that I'm really passionate about, and I'll basically be thrifting for profit. I'm a big thrifter. If you know me, then you know um, so I don't have to go into that. Like 90% of my wardrobe is from the Goodwill store and consignment shops, secondhand shops. So it's just only natural for me to start, you know, reselling the clothes that I would get at a thrift shop. So if you want to follow that page on Instagram, you can follow that page at 
Slay with Shay underscore. Don't forget that underscore. I know it's easy to forget, but that is at Slay with Shay. Thank you so much, and let's get into today's podcast. Woo, 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 woo. It is time for a public service announcement, or rather, I have a question, and hopefully you guys can help me out with this question. So here's the question. What is the point of wearing those disposable gloves out in public if you're not going to dispose of them once you've touched any and everything that you could possibly touch? Yeah, um... That, that's, that's the question, because I understand why people are wearing gloves when they go out in public. You're trying to be safe, you know, yeah. But if you touch your head, you touch a doorknob, you touch a game controller, you touch a remote, you touch the buttons on, like, your hair dryer, you touch whatever is in your house, and then you go out in public, go to the store, touch the fruits and vegetables, touch the stuff on the shelves, touch the cart, touch the scanner, touch the whatever, and you still have on the same pair of gloves, people. Don't you know about cross-contamination? Yes, you're spreading germs, and I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. You're trying to be safe and proactive, but if you're not changing out the gloves, then it's just like, no, baby. You can't be doing that. So unless you got gloves in the tank, or rather gloves on your person, gloves in your purse or something, then it's just like, stop wearing gloves out in public, please. Because cross-contamination is a thing, and germs do spread, you know? it. And, like, if, you, if you're wearing a mask, that let's get into that, too. I'm honestly thinking in my head that you may be sick or something. Now, I know there's... All ages and all types of people wearing masks, but I get confused because I'm like, why are you wearing a mask and you're just out here in public like that? Like, shouldn't you be at home sick? I guess they just don't want people to cough in their face or sneeze in their face or whatever. But I be thinking that the people with masks gonna have the virus, but they just trying to, you know, cover the mask. I I don't know. Somebody's gonna have to put me up on game because all I'm doing is what you know. I've been told, washing my hands at least 20 seconds, soap and water, hand sanitizer, but really that soap and water action is all the action that you really need. Social distance, six feet if you can, you know, and if I feel sick, then stay home. Like, I, that's in my head, but yeah, whatever. I guess fear brings out the worst in people, and you guys have probably seen that, you know? But hey, let's get into quote of the day because this is, this, this is, you guys know there's so much information out there. I shouldn't have to beat you guys down with it. You're probably getting annoyed about hearing about it. You've read the articles, you're watching the news all day. You get, you know, I'm not going to be that person to, you know, bore you with the actual stuff that you would need to know. But anyways, quote of the day, if you're new here in every episode episode and every episode I'll find a quote on the internet I'll say who it's from and then what I want you guys to do is let it marinate in your mind for the rest of the podcast the rest of the day the rest of the week month year and what have you and if you have a quote that you think people should hear then like message me a quote or just a word, like, or parts of a sermon, or a TED, 
is it TED or a TED Talk? <laughs> oh, I don't know why I said it like that. A TED Talk. If you have any inspirational words or just a message that you want me to help you put out there, let me know and I'll say that for the quote of the day segment. But today, the quote I'll be saying is from the marvelous, the magnificent, the phenomenal woman herself. And this woman really deserves a better introduction, but you know what? I'm just going to get into the quote because you're, you're probably on the edge of your seats. Probably not, but a girl can dream, can't she? <laughs> okay, here is the quote from Miss Maya Angelou. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. I'll say that one more time. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. Hmm. Give you a few seconds to let that marinate. And if you don't know who Miss Angelo is, then there's this thing called Gil Gil. And most of you probably know who I'm talking about. So this is not for you. But if you don't know who that is, Y'all need to Google Miss Maya Angelo. But thank you guys for listening to Quote of the Day and the PSA. Stay safe out there because I need y'all here. Like, as much as y'all think that I just do this for the heck of it, I don't. I do this for myself, but I also do it for you. And if you guys aren't safe, if you guys are sick and stuff like that, you won't be able to listen to the podcast and you won't be able to laugh at me and you won't be able to enjoy the podcast and you won't be able to, you know, participate in the giveaways and the challenges and the contests that I plan on doing. Like, I need you here. I need you at your best. So please take care of yourself. Watch out for you and your family. Prayers. And let's get on with the rest of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 I am trying to be your podcast plug. What are you talking about, Shay? What is a podcast plug? I don't even know what you mean. Well, in every episode, I will be shouting out two podcasts that I think are dope, amazing, hilarious, awesome, and just honestly worth the listen. If we're going to be all the way 100, I really think you guys should check these out. And hey, let's just think about it. Down the line, if you have a podcast that you think the people should be listening to, then let me know. Or if you're just starting a podcast, kind of like me, and you need more listeners, then I will let my listeners know about your new, fresh podcast. But in today's episode, I will be shouting out the Recovering Party Girls podcast and the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Now, I first came into contact with these two podcasts in 2018, been rocking with them ever since. And like I said, I think you guys should check these out. Just a little bit about them so you don't like question, like, Shay, you're giving us podcasts to listen to, but I have no idea what they're about. The Recovering Party Girls podcast is two women they're like best friends and they're talking about recovering from f boys and failed relationships and trouble in the workplace duis and just life and they get into it they are so unfiltered they're raw they're real and hilarious very dope women they own their ish they talk about the stuff that we honestly care about as young 
adults, you know, 20-somethings, 30-somethings. Yeah, the brilliant idiots is with Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne the God, and they are just embracing their idiotic nature, but talking about relevant stuff to us. They talk about the culture, things that happen, and honestly, they just put their own twist on it that has me dying every time I listen to their podcast. You can find their podcast on SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio for the Brilliant Idiots, Spotify, but just Google them and you'll come across them. Or you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Recovering Party Girls and at The Brilliant Idiots. Check those out, fam. Okay, okay, you got it. Cool. I believe in you. I believe you'll go check those out. Thank you so much and continue to listen to the podcast. Hey fam, you made it this far and I am so proud of you. Thank you so much for listening this far. You've made it to the poem reading. Now I will provide a poem but that's only after I give y'all a chance to like digest because this poem right here is a little heavy. It's titled Triggered. So I'm not going to just jump into the poem breakdown. I'll probably have a little break. Um... And unfortunately, I don't have this memorized, so (laughs) I'm so sorry, y'all. Like, it's on my laptop, so if you hear any clicking sounds, it's probably the laptop. Don't, you know, count me out, but this is triggered. Hopefully, I won't mess up, but, you know, ish happens. Life happens, and you just have to roll with the punches. Um, hopefully my breathing throughout reading this is A1 because I do not want to say it too fast, but I also do not want to say it too slow because I know y'all got stuff to do. Actually, y'all don't. Y'all sitting at home or y'all on y'all way home or whatever. Y'all don't got nothing to do, but I'm really glad that you guys are listening to the podcast. (laughs) So this is Triggered. If life doesn't get better, I might just pull this trigger. And if I die tonight, I just want to be remembered as the girl who wrote poems hoping the right person would hear them and feel it in their spirit be freed and forgiven. See, with this gun, I feel bigger. Betcha she won't shoot. And if you're hearing this, I'm dead. This one's for you. See, I've opened suicide doors, but I'm not talking cars. Misery loves company, no matter who you are. I don't know why the cage bird sings, but I know why she cries. See, I don't know what it's like to really live, but I know what it's like to die. Some of us are stuck in our own sunken places, and we can't just get out. And our only source of comfort and relief is in a stranger's smile. We may talk and laugh, but we were the mask that hides our true emotions. I won't tell you if you don't ask. Yet with the heart of a poet, I could never really die. I could die in stanza two, but come back in stanza five until I'm triggered. But if feeling this way is wrong, then let me write it. I've started hearing voices and I can't fight them. I may sound pessimistic, but you just don't get it. These voices will keep destroying me until they're finished breaking me. 
You see, I have so many problems, but no real solutions. At times like this, I wish I was immune to the foolishness. See, we've worn many masks and we've become great actors. We dance with our devils and we've become great dancers. But I'm tired of playing pretend and my feet hurt. Because each day, I feel like I'm getting worse. See, on my great days, I'm triggered. On my good days, I'm triggered. And on my bad days, I just pray to be delivered from this roller coaster ride of life. Triggered. And that was the poem titled Triggered by Shay Steele. Me. A little heavy, intense, and as your podcast host and poet, I'm gonna try to make this breakdown as digestible and you know lively as possible since that was very dark. But hey, sometimes we go through dark periods in our lives, and that's just how it goes. And let's just get into this. I'm not gonna go each individual line you guys because who's gonna do that like come on now so i'll go stanza by stanza okay so let's see i do have my laptop right here so if you hear any clicking like i said earlier it's the laptop dang why you gotta judge me okay here's the first stanza of triggered if life doesn't get better I might just pull this trigger, and if I die tonight, I just want to be remembered as the girl who wrote poems, hoping the right person would hear them and feel it in their spirit, be freed and forgiven. I wrote this poem in 2017. I was in college at the time, and I was going through a very dark period. I was dealing with depression, anxiety, you know, whether it was financial stress, you know, academic stress. You know, the social pressures of being in college. It was a lot on my shoulders and just a lot that I was trying to work my way through. And there were suicidal thoughts. There were a couple attempts of suicide. But I feel like God sometimes sends angels and, you know, does things to kind of prevent things from happening because he has a purpose for us. And we may not know that purpose, but God knows her. If you believe in a higher power, it's like there's something else for you. So you can't leave just yet. Like, I'm not finished with you, Shay. So you need to stay here. You need to endure. I'll help you through. Just draw close to me and I'll get you through it. And that's basically what happened. I started going to church again and then I started just pouring the energy that I did have into things I was passionate about you know got out of my college dorm room a little bit more and you know within some months I started to feel better and like I said it it took months for me to get back to a place where I could breathe where I could exhale where I could you know be like whew I'm so glad I'm not in that dark place anymore and as a poet I write for the people that go through those dark times. And I write for everybody, but I write so others don't have to go through what I've went through. And I know it's kind of weird, like, you don't even know what I went through, Shay. But I write and then I share my poetry with people because I know I've been there. And if my poem can help you out of a dark spot, a a dark period, then 
that's what I'm going to do. That's why I write. You know, that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm here. Because I, I know you go through things. I know the struggle. I've been on the edge, ready to jump. Pills in my hand, thinking that, you know, life just couldn't get any better. But yeah. Next stanza. Next, next stanza. With this gun, I feel bigger. Betcha she won't shoot. And if you're hearing this, I'm dead. This one's for you. I am so glad that I do not have or I didn't have access to a gun at that time because, like I said, there were suicidal thoughts. A couple attempts, but they were with pills, not a gun. But, you know, you've seen it on TV where people have put guns to their head. And at this dark time, I honestly thought about it. Like, if I had a gun, I would put it to my head because I just felt like there was no way out. And I know I'm not the only one, but at the time, I just felt like I was a failure. I couldn't do anything right. Like, there was no there was no hope for me. I, I had gave up on myself. I, I honestly gave up on myself. And looking back, it's like, dang, it should never get that bad. And it, it never should. But, like, life happens that way. Sometimes we just go through those periods, you know, and they seem to last forever. And it's always a process in trying to get out of it. So... If you're in one of those, if you're in that process of trying to get out of a dark space, then hopefully this podcast can help you get out. Like, the podcast is one of those steps to the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, that's what I want to be for you. Even though I don't know who you are, I do know who you are. Okay, the next. Oh, and then another thing. Like, I've never seen that 13 Reasons Why on Netflix back when it was popping. But I did hear people talk about it at school at the time. And the main character, didn't she, like, make tapes for people after she committed suicide? And she gave, like, different people tapes with their name on it. But those two lines, if you're hearing hearing this, I'm dead. This one's for you. It was basically me kind of taking from that. Still never seen 13 Reasons Why. Is it still on Netflix? Somebody tell me. Um, maybe I should watch it to see where I kind of pulled that from. Um, but I heard it was really wild, though. I, I will say that. But let's get into the next stanza. I've opened suicide doors, but I'm not talking cars. Misery loves company, no matter who you are. I don't know why the caged bird sings, but I know why she cries. I don't know what it's like to really live, but I know what it's like to die. Some of us are stuck in our own sunken places, and we can't just get out. And our only source of comfort and relief is in a stranger's smile. And that's very true. We're going through these dark periods. We're depressed, super anxious, excuse me, sad, upset. And we're just stuck in a place where we feel like we can't get out of. And there, honestly, at first, it always feels like there's no way out. Because it's just like, it's like no little window at the top. You're just down in a deep abyss. And it's just like... The sunken place, if you ever seen Get Out before, just like that sunken place where you're just kind of floating and just no gravity. And it's just like, where am I? Oh, my God. But, yeah. And, you know, while I was in school, college at the time, like, the people that would say, hey, how you doing, Shay? Like, that would speak to me on a regular. Like, once I started, you know, distancing myself from any type of social activity, like, and I was in my room, once I came out of my room, you know, to get the light, (laughs) 
you know, those people that would speak to me, like, they would smile at me, wave, and then I started to feel better. And like like I said, they probably didn't know what I was really going through. They probably, like, I haven't seen her out around campus. She hasn't been in classes, if they had classes with me. But it was, like, just their smile and the time they took out of their day to speak to me, I felt honored. I felt, you know sometimes flattered I was like oh my gosh like they spoke to me like they could have been speaking to everybody else especially if they were like one of the people that I thought were like really popular on campus like I just was like me you say hi and hug me oh my god like little old Shay like weird Shay quiet Shay but creative dope Shay that you know like wow oh excuse me that might have been my stomach if you heard that but if not then it was nothing it was nothing but I've opened suicide doors. You know, I'm pretty sure most people have. They just haven't totally walked through it. And that's not me being insensitive to those who may have lost loved ones due to suicide. That's just to say that I feel like most people have thought about it, attempted it, you know, or knew somebody that committed suicide. And it's it's never good. It's not a good thing at all. And prayers to you and the loved one that you lost um if you okay i'm itching my leg i don't know why the cage bird sings but i know why she cries that's actually a book by miss maya angelo remember her from earlier um i know why the cage bird sings it's a great read if you're you know at home you're bored you're like i need a book to read then i would definitely order i know why the cage bird sings by Miss Maya Angelou. You probably won't get it as fast in the mail as you would like before all this coronavirus stuff, but it's definitely something I would invest in um, for a great read. Um, it's on my bookshelf, actually. I mean, if you want to borrow my book, then I'll let you borrow it so then you don't have to buy it. But you got to give it back because that, that's something that I'm, I'm going to keep forever. That book is going to be part of my permanent library um, forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. And this is another thing. Um, in the line where I say some of us are stuck in our own stuck in places and we can't just get out. Like that is so very true because though there are people when we are going through our dark times, dark, you know, periods where they're like, just be happy, just get over it, just be better, it'll be better tomorrow. It's mind over matter, it's all in your mind, it's not real. Like those people are so insensitive to what we're going through, like, I get the intention of them saying those, you know, seemingly motivational things, but when you're in that dark space, you're super depressed, you're on that ledge, like, sometimes somebody's saying, it's not that serious, just get over it, it's not helping, and that could be the very last thing somebody, you know, needs to just go off the ledge, and it's like, come on, and it's not always just having the thing to say to somebody sometimes your presence is enough you don't even have to say anything just be there and here's something um when i was going through this period while i was in college i had two of my favorite professors call me on my phone asking where i was now i don't know if that's like protocol at other universities but at least at my university fisk university i had a relationship with my professors enough where they would call me to see if I was going to class. Now them calling me, you know, while class had already started and be like, you coming? And I would be in the bed like, huh? <laughs> and I would get up, I would get in the shower and 
just throw on some sweats and jeans and a t-shirt or something and just, you know, walk myself to class because I was like, if they going to call me and put me on spot like that, nah. But if you have the fortunate, um, the fortunate opportunity to have somebody in your life that wants to listen to you, wants to figure out what's wrong with you, wants to be there for you, then you have to hold on to those people. You really do. Because they people can easily just not even care, just not notice, be totally oblivious. But the people that notice when you're off your game, notice when you're different, notice when, you know, it's all about those little things, not necessarily the big things, but those little things. And they're like, whoa, 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 this friend of mine or this person's not acting the way they usually do. It, you know, it, they they don't smile about this thing that they used to like or love. You know, so you, if you're that person, you, you just got to make sure you're just there. You don't always have to have a long drawn out thing to help your friend out of the dark place. Just be there for them and then let them feel comfortable enough to talk to you. And sometimes that takes a little bit. They don't, some people don't automatically just pour it all out. Sometimes it takes doses. Okay, let's get into the next, next. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so hungry. The next stanza. <laughs> we may talk and laugh, but we wear the mask that hides our true emotions. I won't tell you if you don't ask. I'm kind of like that too. If I'm really going through something and I don't want anybody to know, family, friends, whoever, I just won't tell you unless you ask. And even then, sometimes I may be like, should I really trust this person? Do I really trust this person? Would this person be able to handle what I tell them? Because that's the thing too. Some people can't handle it. You know, you tell them what you're really going through and they're like, oh my God, ah, and then they run away and you're like, this is just what I'm going through. Like, I don't know how to make the ish pretty. I can't make shit sweet. You know, that's just the way it is for me right now. Like, of course, I don't want to be depressed. Of course, I don't, of course, I don't want to be anxious and have anxiety and have these mood swings and have, you know, have to deal with grief right now. But it's like, that's just where I am. And it's all a process of healing and grieving. It's a process, people. It's not going to happen overnight. Trust me. Here's the next stanza. Yet with the heart of a poet, I could never really die. I could die in stanza two, but come back in stanza five until I'm triggered. Those first two lines are like the dopest lines I think I've ever written in my life. Yet, with the heart of a poet, I can never really die. I can die in stanza two, but come back in stanza five. Like, that is the dopest thing. Like, please don't steal that from me. Like, don't. Or I'm going to punch you because it's it gets like that. But, yeah, with the heart of a poet, I can never really die. You know, poetry is the death of me. And for those of you that don't know, poetry is the death of me is my stage name. I think I should have said that in the beginning. But it's my stage name. But though she's the death of me, she also gives me life. So it's just like, you know, that on and off again type relationship that me and poetry have, um, you know. <laughs> okay, next stanza. If feeling this way is wrong, then let me write it. I've started hearing voices and I can't fight them. I may sound pessimistic, but you just don't get it. These voices will keep destroying me until they're finished, breaking me. We've all had those voices in our head that tell us to, you know, draw away from certain things that we used to love to pull away to push away to take away you know where we're not ourselves 
They're telling us to not do things, not say things, keep it all in. And it's just like those voices, you know, what's the word? Like overshadow the voices of those trying to help us get out of those dark periods. Those voices of people who do care about us or who are, who, yeah, the voices that of people who do care about us. And those voices, those doubts, those thoughts will keep telling you in your head, like, you're a failure, you're not worth anything, you're stupid, you're horrible. You, you know, those voices will keep at it. They they will. And the, I'm so passionate about this because though I wrote this in 2017, sometimes those voices come around trying to visit me. And I'm like, nah, player, you had your chance. You should have took me out then. But you couldn't really take me out because God had his hand over me there was a higher there's a higher purpose for me and I may not know all about it yet but God's got plans for me and you cannot defeat me so you voices nah you can't have me <laughs> nah because Shay got stuff to do stuff bigger than you it's David and Goliath baby mm-mm not me, not I. And that's how you have to feel about it. Because them voices will think they the ish. But they nothing compared to what you can do. You are invincible, king. You are powerful, queen. And it's just, and it, like I said, you don't start thinking like that overnight. And trust me, it's a process. It's all a process. Because every day, I doubt myself. I question, is this right for me? And, you know... I do, but together, I'm going to tell y'all now, like, we are friends, me doing this podcast, we're, we're, we're friends, so I can be open and real with you, like, it's going to hurt like hell, you know, trying to heal, trying to grieve through things, but this podcast is a space for us to do that together, and hopefully in the future, I have the opportunity to meet some of you, actually all of you, if I can, and we can get into deep conversations because I'm really not one for small talk. I'm a bit of an introvert, but I do like to get out um, sometimes too. That's just something to remember about me. Introverts, woohoo! But let's go on to the next stanza. I have so many problems, but no real solutions. At times like this, I wish I was immune to the foolishness. We've worn many masks and we've become great actors. We've danced with our devils and we've become great dancers. But I'm tired. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm so hungry. I haven't really ate anything. Um, But let me say that over again. But I'm tired of playing pretend and my feet hurt because each day I feel like I'm getting worse. For those of you who don't know why I keep like, you know, saying random things, it's because my stomach's growling and I don't want y'all to think like it's some monster trying to get me. Um, but we've worn masks and I know nowadays with this coronavirus and us self quarantining, quarantining, like we can't conceal ourselves and cover ourselves and hide things about ourselves. We're getting to know the real us and other people that you may be like quarantining with are seeing the real you. So you can't do certain things or you know, go about certain things in the way you used to, you're going to, you're going to get in touch with the real you. And trust me, you're not going to like it because I don't like the real me. But hey, you, you got to get to that real you to really get to know you. And it, it's not going to be pretty. This shit ain't going to be pretty. The real you is not going to be pretty. But trust me, you just got to work on that real you. 
and look at me trying to be motivational, but nah, it's not me trying to, because I, I go through this every, every day, like, oh gosh, if you, if y'all knew what I go through, like, me doing this podcast is therapy, it, it is, because just me talking, because I'm a talker, but only when I'm comfortable with people, but me doing this, me, you know, sharing poetry in front of people, and then me doing this podcast is helping me, you know, get out of my comfort zone, you know, surprisingly, it's helping me break down those walls that I've built up super high and super thick to keep people out because I think they're going to judge me. And hey, people are going to judge me to the day I die. But my thing is not to let what people think about me, you know, overshadow how I think about me. And it's an everyday struggle. You know, somebody will say something, somebody will look at me a certain way and I start to doubt myself. But nah, them people aren't you. Them people, them people wouldn't last a minute in your shoes like I know people say a day but some people wouldn't even last the whole 24 hours so it's just like you don't know what I've been through you don't know what I'm going through so it's like you think you're the big bad wolf here but you know you're just a donkey and there's nothing good about a donkey so get on out of here <laughs> okay where's that next stanza oh I already said that part okay here's the last part on my great days I'm triggered on my good days, I'm triggered. And on my bad days, I just pray to be delivered from this roller coaster ride of a life. Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, Jesus. Come on, Shay. Okay. But we all have those triggers. The thing is not to let whatever those triggers are control us. And I'm not no therapist or anything like that. But I do, I have been through things and I've gotten through those and I've came out on top am I currently going through a lot yeah but together we can get through this and we just can't let situations people and you know our past trigger us and I know it's so easy sometimes it could be like somebody will say something somebody will show you something you'll see something on tv hear something on the radio or you know, whatever, and you'll be put back in that dark place. You'll be put back in that that time where you just lost it all and you just were going through it, and it'll be easy to shut back down and to just panic, but don't panic. Don't do that. And together, we're going to learn how to con how to control the triggers and not let the triggers control us so we just don't go exploding and blasting and just pop, 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 pop everywhere. You know, and I hope that makes sense. And this roller coaster ride of a life can just go kick rocks because, you know, we are not, you know, it's just too intense sometimes. But everybody, that was the ba 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 breakdown in every episode I'll do a poem reading and do a poem breakdown and if you are ever fortunate enough to be a guest you can bring in your poems your short stories your whatever whatever you're creating to the podcast we'll talk about it you'll have to do a breakdown you'll dissect your creation your creative work your rap lyrics or your poem your song and you know have a little concert but after this coronavirus stuff you know just afterwards and hopefully that'll be soon so then you know 
we can really turn up and have some fun and I can meet new people. So then I'm not always just stuck in the house. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to the breakdown and the podcast. We got a little bit left, not that much. So don't turn off the podcast now. Stay tuned for the wrap up. And thank you, everybody. It's time to wrap this mother up. Whew. It's been quite the podcast. We got we we had our happy, laughing, joking time. Then we got really intense and serious and intimate. And then hopefully, since this is the end of the podcast, I can end it on a happy, 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 happy note. <laughs> or at least where you walk away laughing or being like, wow, I'm really glad I took the time out to listen to this lame, corny, weird, awkward girls podcast. And yes, I'm moving my shoulders. If you hear my shoulders moving in the background. <laughs> if you don't, then that's cool. But I was moving my shoulders <laughs> up and down. I am so glad you guys listened to this much of the podcast and I think I'm going to start doing like giveaways and contests to see who listens to the podcast all the way through to tell me what I talk about throughout the whole thing because some of y'all think y'all slick y'all cut me off halfway be like ah she ain't talking about nothing she ain't doing nothing important but it's like no I really want you guys to listen all the way through if you guys have any suggestions on new segments and new activities I can do let me know so I can get you and keep you engaged for the whole entire thing now be on the lookout for more quotes of the day more PSAs because we all need to be informed and we all need to stay safe, safe, safe from the plate, safe, 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 safe from the plate. Ooh, ooh. And like I said, if your job requires you to be out and about, just be careful while you're out. Hand sanitizer, though it seems like all the hand sanitizer in the whole freaking world is just non-existent anymore. But nobody even wanted to use hand sanitizer before. Like, it's crazy. But wash your hands, social distance yourself six feet. Be careful. Have gloves in the tank. Don't just have that same pair of gloves on touching any and everything because it makes no point to even wear gloves. If you're going to wear a mask, at least tell me if you're sick or not because every person that is wearing those masks, I'm thinking you got it and you just not trying to, you know, so y'all need to identify yourselves because it's people got families and stuff to do. So, yeah, take care of yourself. Stay tuned for more episodes. Stay tuned, you know, for news on the Instagram pages. I'll say it once again. Follow my personal page at Shay Jatoria. Follow the podcast at Poetry is the Death of Me podcast. Um, also follow my new business venture of reselling thrifted clothes at slay with Shay underscore if you're into thrifting even if you're not if you know somebody please direct them to that instagram page that is at slay with Shay underscore on instagram as well maybe one day i'll go to twitter and all that other stuff but until then let's keep it on instagram to keep it all easy thank you for listening i love you guys so much film um and yeah 
Thank you. I don't have anything else to say, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a co-worker. Tell God. Or no, God's been listening to this whole podcast and he's probably shaking his head at me. But anyways, thank you so much, guys. Bye and have a very, very happy Saturday. <laughs>